you've heard of Apple Pay, and you're starting to hear more of Android Pay. But there are many other players entering the payments arena. John Dunn, Vice President of Products with IR, joins us. John, who else is trying to gain a foothold in the marketplace? So the first one that we should talk about is Samsung Pay. Uh, it was announced just a few months ago uh, in similar timing to Android Pay, and it went live in the US and in South Korea on the 8th of September. And it's where Samsung, as the device manufacturer, are coming out with their own payment capability. Now, now this is really interesting because if you look at the, the market landscape here, Apple own the operating system and the device. But Android Pay is a feature of the operating system, whereas Samsung Pay, well, Samsung make the device but at the same time, they take the Android code and enhance it. So they are adding into Android Samsung Pay where Android is running on uh, a Samsung phone. So Samsung Pay, I mean, Samsung devices are Android-based, correct? So interestingly, today the devices supported are all Android-based. But there is talk and just talk of some of the lower end Samsung devices that don't run Android supporting Samsung Pay sometime in 2016. But that's for very niche markets typically in the Asia space. So how is Samsung Pay going to try to be different from Android Pay? Well, the first thing that's going to happen is if you're running a, a Samsung Android phone is you're going to be confused. You're going to have Android Pay and you're going to have Samsung Pay available to you. And as a user, you're not really going to understand what you would use where. And on the surface, they're very similar. But what Samsung have done because they manufacture the device is they are leveraging uh, some technology they acquired from a company called LoopPay. And this technology is called Magnetic Secure Transmission. What that entails is a hardware device built built into the handset, which emulates the swipe of a magnetic strip. So what you can do is you can take your Samsung Pay-enabled phone, like a Galaxy S6, and you can take a point-of-sale device that's expecting you to swipe your credit card through it on the mag strip, and you can hold your Samsung phone against it and it will emit the right magnetic pattern past the sensor that emulates a credit card, physical card being swiped. And that's what's unique about Samsung Pay. But it could be confusing for users who will oh. find both on their same on the phone. It will be incredibly confusing in the first instance, and people will need to really, really be educated and understand what technology they're using. Because Samsung does have the operating system, I don't think they'll be taking Android Pay out, but they'll be making that more the default option from a usability standpoint. You know, it's going to be really interesting, though. This magnetic secure transmission, this MST technology they've acquired, has one massive advantage over Apple Pay and Android Pay. And that is right now, you could walk into any of the uh, 73% of the merchants in the U.S., that cannot take an EMV transaction. And you can simulate wipe, uh, swiping your magnetic card down the strip. 
So they have an advantage today that I can use my Android Pay at about 70,000 point-of-sale devices around the US, but I can use it my Samsung Pay at 30 million. And so that's uh, a massive market opportunity out there of, of where I can actually use it. Join us next time when we talk about another player in the marketplace, Current C, and what it will take for these solutions to thrive over the long haul. For more podcasts about payment solutions and unified communications, visit ir.com. <laughs>